are about to listen to the Tacoma Country and Golf Club podcast, inspiring stories from the club since 1894. Today is July 6th, and beside me is my patient wife, Miranda, and sitting eight feet away from us is Liz Snyder, 18-hole ladies golf captain, chair of this year's Ladies MGI, chair of the House and Grounds Committee, and her family have been members since 1967. Liz, tell us about yourself. Hi. Well, yeah, you about nailed it there. Um, I grew up in the house that I live on on Forest Glen, Glen Lane. Uh, I moved here when I was about seven years old, and my we moved down from Seattle. We've been members here. I've been playing golf. I started playing golf um, on the golf course. I wouldn't say it was a very good golfer. My parents were really great and I would just take the lessons but mostly spend the days either taking tennis lessons or swimming on the lake. We'd ride our bike down in the morning and we'd have lunch, play, and then at five we'd ride home and and play kick the can on the golf course and basically was a little rat running around. And um, So you were a tennis player and we now you're a golf player, but back then you were tennis? <laughs> we did we did it all. We we would take swimming lessons and tennis and we take the golf lessons and we'd have ping pong tournaments and we did the island swim where they'd take us out. We had all summer we had to uh, swim laps uh-huh. in the lake. And then in August they'd have junior week and we would they would take us out in these boats out to the island out there and all the kids would swim back and the moms and dads would be in rowboats in boats wow. in the lake. It's about a mile and seven tenths. And the first time that I did it, I was seven years old and my mom was in a rowboat next to me and I came in dead last and she's like, just keep swimming, you know, before Nemo, before there was Nemo. Just <laughs> swimming, right? That's so fun. Right, right. And then, um, and then the last year I did it, I was 17 and I won it. Oh, wow. Oh, so, um, so we would do that. And junior week was just a big deal. We'd have parent-children golf tournaments. We would have tennis matches, ping pong matches. We had uh, basketball shooting, like play horse matches. And it would all culminate on a Saturday where we'd have a big field day on the... At that time, it was like the 10th, uh, the first fairway is now was actually the 10th fairway Mm -hmm. so we'd have a big field day where you would you gunny gunny sack races you know run with the spoon twirl around run back with the egg um then we would have a swim meet and swim races and diving contest down on the lake we'd have a big pie fight and then everyone go home take a shower and go back and have a really nice banquet um, and awards ceremony and everybody would get awards for you know the whole week of all the competitions wow a pie fight too yeah (laughs) yeah yeah we need to get back to these junior weeks i've been hearing a lot about them from a lot of members and i think that we have the the right people here for that now yeah Um, i think there's a lot of younger members with families that would love to see that come back tell me about kick the can on the golf course well, like so, yeah, thing. so we play kick the can and flashlight tag and um, basically, you know, because here in the summer, the sun doesn't go down till like 9, right. 15 and we would just kind of run in a pack and my, my mom would always say like she never worried about where we were because we had this black lab and she would just call for the dog and the dog would just, you know, that's where we were We and it was the best place to grow up and so when I bought the house that I grew up in here on Forest Glen Lane about 11 years ago, I made a conscious effort. I said to my family, it's like, 
we're not gonna, if you can't ride your bike, we're not doing it. So when the pool first opened, we helped Maureen, it was Barbie Gonzalez and Kendall Leith and myself, we helped uh, Maureen start a swim team. Hmm. at the Hammerheads oh, and Marine. Cool. Oh, you guys started that. We started oh, it. That's yeah, and, and our kids came up with the the you know the team mascot, and we had John's company printed a big banner, and we had T-shirts. I still think I have some towels back there, but yeah, we started a little summer swim team, and uh, they would ride down in the morning and do swim team with Maureen. Come home, take a shower, go over, do tennis lessons, then come home, take a shower. They would do golf lessons. I would say that my kids didn't probably really enjoy that part of it. And then we just spend the rest of the day on the lake. Sounds like a perfect life. And so if you couldn't ride your bike, we didn't do it. I mean, why and not? And it was yeah. perfect. And uh, and so that was, it was just, it was a great place. This is a great place to grow up. And, and I think, you know, even in the last year, you know, with COVID, the one thing I realized is that I I think the first two months of COVID, like March and April, I, my, I physically didn't leave this property for six uh -huh. weeks because yeah. John would go or I do Instacart um, but it was just like a, it's just a great sanctuary it's a great mm -hmm. place to be I, I love my backyard I love living on the now it's the second fairway when I was growing up it was the 12th fairway mm -hmm. um, but just being able to look out there and and see the golf course and, and that's kind of how I started playing golf I wasn't a good I wasn't a good golfer and I didn't enjoy it at all but when I was like 13, I probably started doing it again because that's what all the cute boys were doing. So, you know, I wanted to, wanted to run in that crowd. And then when I got out of college, right before I met John, I kind of started, well, actually, it's probably in my 30s, I started playing again because I realized, ooh, the kind of guys that want to, I want to marry, <laughs> probably play golf. Yeah, you know, that it could afford me. Yeah, oh. and smart. So then I met John, and he wasn't really an ace golfer, but he kind of enjoyed it. And when we... When he first came out here to play, he was so nervous. And the first time he played, uh, Pat Harbottle was like watching him, oh, and he was geez. so no nervous. And I and he like had this perfect shot. He had this great hole. And from then, Pat has always thought that John is like this <laughs> spectacular guy. And she's just been you know wonderful. I grew up with my mom and Pat were really good friends. She's just down the street. Her daughter and kids and I were really great friends. And I always knew her. I mean, I know she's this golfing legend. And she's she's really you know the, the unique to the history of women's golf right. in the Tacoma and really kind of a legacy. But she was also my friend. She was just like Mrs. Harbottle, and you know yeah. John was my dentist, and they're very and modest. They're, they're great. They're just a great family, and and you know we all it was just a great place to grow up, and mm -hmm. and so then I just we bought this house. I kind of started playing on. Uh, Sunday afternoons with John and the guys after they'd done 18 holes, mm -hmm. a bunch of us would just go out and and uh, play nine holes and drink until it wasn't fun anymore. And then uh -huh. uh, and then I kind of got addicted to chasing that little white ball. Mm -hmm. As we and all have. John started working from home, and I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll see you later. <laughs> and uh, I just kind of love it. And I think probably right now I'm playing a few more days a week than he is because yeah. <laughs> I also I started with joining the nine holers and then I just got to the point where it's like it wasn't nine holes wasn't enough and mm -hmm. I'm not a I mean I'm a 29 handicap I'm always I'm trying to break a hundred but I have moments of greatness right <laughs> that's what I love about golf is that you're just playing against yourself you're always trying to get better I mean obviously we play against other people but really 
You're always trying to beat your score and do better. Right. Get your handicap. And my wife today shot her best round at the course of I Big know. 90. And That's did. awesome. And she's got so, such high expectations now. She talks about how she missed the last putt for 89. <laughs> how far was it, huh? <sighs> It was like a foot and a half. It was pathetic. I overthought it. But that's enough about me. So um, I wanted to ask one question. You said that uh, the hole you live on now, number two, used to be hole number 12. Yes. So was the practice hole hole number two? No. So hole number one was 10. Mm -hmm. The practice hole was 11. Oh, that's what I meant. Yes. It's a par three. And then this was 12. Oh, And And then um, I don't remember when they did it, but the hole back, like, so... So like 13, 14, and 15, that was all part of an estate that was back there. And so that then they when they bought that property and added those, then they switched the layout. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite little loop there. Yeah. That little loop. So. so we have some international listeners. Thank you, international listeners. Uh, and try not to forget anybody. Great Britain, Russia, Singapore, Thailand. Thank you very much for listening. They might not know where Forest Glen Lane is or what it is. Could you explain what it is? So I live inside Tacoma Country and Golf Club in Lakewood, Washington. And uh, when you drive into the country club, the first street on your left is Forest Glen Lane. And um, I don't know, there's about 25, 30 houses on our street. Mm -hmm. And um, there's there's a bunch of us that live on the golf course side and then across the street they all live on gravelly lake side but um we're just this little community um Mm -hmm. that lives within the grounds of the tacoma and country and golf club and to live on this street you do have to be a resident member golfing member of Mm -hmm. the club um and and half of the or close to half of the houses the backyard is on hole number two yes so has anybody ever hit a ball close to your house well, not in our house because uh, we're right on we're right near the green tea box. Okay. So if the black, if I guess the guys on the black or blue tees, if they were to hit it, they've got to get through a gazillion trees. So it would be a really okay. horrible shot. Yeah. Um, there has been a time where maybe we were watching a Seahawks football game and John <laughs> and a bunch of guys ran out between halftime to take three clubs and play the second hole and then they had the great idea of let's chip <laughs> let's chip over the brick wall into my pool oh, that I just turned off and it was all fun until somebody hit my roof and almost broke my uh, my skylight so uh-huh. then I was very cranky but Oh, John. All is good. All is good. It wasn't John. No, it wasn't John. But I won't name names. (laughs) Talking about John, I thought it was real cute how you said when he came here, he was nervous. Right. And all that. And now we give him the nickname the mayor. Oh, yes. To to picture him being nervous around the club. John John reminds me of Norm at Cheers, you know, when he walks in. John! I know. It's like he should have a chair. Well, the cute story about John is when... um, I think it was about the time that the club, when the, when the club built the pool and added that new addition, we joined as social members because our children were little and we did the swim team and everything. But we weren't quite the golfing members yet because then we did join as resident members to play golf. And he was probably a member here for two years before he was like really got out there to start playing golf because he was nervous to meet people. I think at that time they, they gave all the new members these really bright fluorescent oh, orange hats so they'd know who the new members were. Oh, I like Bring that. Back. And my dad and my dad loved it because he would 
walk them around and say, this is my son-in-law, John Snyder, and we call him meathead number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and he got hooked up for, with Phil Carmen, and Phil Carmen was such a great guy. He's a member that used to be here. He's moved down to Portland. And I grew up with Phil's family. They were longtime club members. Uh, started bringing him around and then John just started to get more involved which was great because I was always paying the bill and I was like why aren't you playing on a Saturday and uh, and all his friends were like Liz are you I mean John are you nuts Liz is all you know because I we're used to that we're we're kind of used to that so so it was great and yeah he's just become we moved here and become very involved and um, he was on the board and got real involved and yeah he's just He's just a real friendly guy, and and mm-hmm. um, I'm always like, do you know who's that? Who's that? Like, if I don't know, like John always knows who. Oh knows. yeah, right. And well, Phil's going to be his MGI partner yes, this year yes. too. Yes, yes. And right? Phil's the perfect MGI partner. He <laughs> he uh, he comes and he stays, but he like knows everybody, so you know yeah, we don't yeah. have to. It's, Baby it's really fun, like... and and he's just a, a good guy. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I feel really blessed to have John on our social committee for the last few years. Um, he's definitely a great guy and very social and just loves the club like we all do and wants the best for it mm-hmm. like we all do did a great job with the eagles concert yeah good fun yeah. eagles tribute sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. Tribute. we didn't have the eagles here right well he actually was is friends with uh gord who's in the next upcoming concert chicken joe um and the fabulous cox july 16th get your uh reservations on there members um what else were we going to talk about here hobbies what kind of hobbies do you have when you're not golfing well, I have two crazy dogs, so I'm like the dog. I'm the dog. There lady. were three that were crazy. Yes, when I well, I have today. three right now because I'm babysitting my daughter's dog, who she's gone back to New Jersey to see her boyfriend's family. So he's at grandma camp. But, but um, yeah, I have two kids. I have Sarah, who's 24, and she is getting her master's um, at Mississippi State, and her boyfriend Shane is a football coach uh, with Mike Leach at Mississippi State. So. They're here visiting, and well, they were here. They just left, and then she'll come back. And then my son is a twenty-one, Drew, and he goes to Vassar, and he's going to be a senior. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I inherited my mother's garden, and I didn't think I was a gardener, but I, I love to garden. And out in front, I love roses, and I was always scared of roses. But between my mom and and Barb Young and uh, some of the other great old time ladies here in Garden Club, they've really you know um, Garden encouraged. Club. There's a Garden Club. What? I'm not I'm not a member of the Garden Club, but they're yes, gonna chair it soon though. No, they they <laughs> they would. They, I've been asked, but I I think I've got with the golf and the house and grounds <laughs> and everything else. She's I've got, got a lot of hats on. Right got a now. lot going on. Don't you do a book club and like a. Um, a history club or something? Well, I'm part of a group that's called Nasaika, and this group, it's like a, it's like a studies group, but what's really cute about this group is they started like in 18, no, nine, no, 1890s in Tacoma, and they were a bunch of women living in, in Tacoma before you had libraries, before you, women were going to college, and they would get together, and they would... Uh, re- they, somebody they'd be assigned a topic and they would have to make a presentation uh, to the group uh, and they it could be on literature plays um, travel countries they tried to stay away of you know religion politics yeah. and and that type um, 
And in those days, imagine you didn't even have electricity. Um, you, so you were doing, so these ladies probably also had like house help. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But they, uh, so they kind of grown from that and they would meet once a week. Well, over the years, the group has kind of grown. We are, um, we now, we didn't, we haven't been able to meet in the last okay. year. And most of the members are, my mother's age in their 80s uh christine peterson and myself and julie reed who's a member um we're we're probably the youngest members but we meet uh from from october to june uh this second tuesday of the month and we we used to meet in someone's home and we would have lunch and we invite speakers instead of now having to do research ourselves. Mm-hmm. We'd invite speakers. And so now we meet at the club, we have lunch and, um, yeah, I've been the president. That's another group. I'm There's the chair of, I'm one. the president. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so a lot of old time Tacoma ladies, um, are part of that group, but it's, it's great. And it's a great group of women. And if I didn't and, have uh, to work, I would so be into yeah. that. I yes. love history. I yeah. love learning. Right. And I think it's really cool that you guys do well, that. Thank you. Yeah. Miranda, is in a book club but it's not quite like that it's more of a wine club <laughs> with a and talk about a book yeah, yeah. We, we might talk about it for like five minutes yeah. in the beginning and then it's all about wine yeah. so right. that's okay though right. i feel good that I, I do read the books we right. do read the books we just don't end up really talking about them but that's, that's cool great. maybe one day i'll get to be on um yeah you're well, we're always called? looking nasaika nasaika i like yes. that um, okay, so I think we should move on to the back nine press. Before we do that, oh, right. the ladies MGI is coming up. Is there some stuff you could tell us uh, about the format or how it's going to go down? How many days is it? Well, we're really excited. Um, we've got a great group. And this year, what I really appreciate, um, Barb Dalton, well, assigned uh, Todd Abbott, mm-hmm. our board rep. And Barb's uh, our... President, president and she assigned Todd Abbott to also check in with the women's MGI because the men's MGI have always had a, a rep I guess from a board rep on their mm-hmm. committee mm-hmm. and so at first I was like really <laughs> okay so uh, but it's been great um, Todd has really helped us build our sponsorship so we we've brought in a couple more sponsors and I think I think there's a little interesting story about the MGI and my family that you might not know about. Mm. That um, so the the women's MGI was actually started by my mother and Peggy Anderson. Wow! And it happened after my mother had gone on a trip to Scotland, and uh, I think it was about. I think the club was celebrating a hundred years, um, as okay. or 125 years. I'm. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble now for this. But I think it was 100 years. And at that time, my uncle Pete McDonald was president of the club. And she had seen this other club that had had it for women. And she's like, well, we should do a, a right. women's you know, member guest invitational. So she and Peggy actually started it. So they did the first one. Yay, and Nancy I, and Peggy. Thank yeah, you. And, um, and so it's kind of grown from that. And then they didn't always do it every year. But it was interesting. I went back in some of the books and was like reading. Um, notes about it and I always thought it was kind of funny because the women would have to write a letter to the to the men's club to ask permission oh. to like have it and I of kind course. of but I, what I love now is that um, we've just kind of kept forging ahead and it's kind of built momentum and the first year I played in the MGI uh, was 
the year that Miranda, you were the chair uh, with Chris Jones. Co-chair, yeah. Yeah, co-chair with Chris Jones. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't actually, I just started playing with the 18-holers, so I had no intention of doing it. And that was the year that Liz Lufkin had had the accident with oh, the golf cart. Liz, that right, was awful. Right before it started. And so uh, quickly they asked me if I would play. And I said, well, I don't know anybody. And they, they oh, hooked me up right with, with Beth. Uh, Beth Jensen yes, from Fircrest. And they're like, well, I just want to tell you, you know, Beth is, she's, a character and I was like well I like characters have you met my husband John right. and, my and have you met my father Bruce McDonald oh, Bruce. Bruce is the best yeah, yeah, yeah. so Beth and I had so much fun and we won our division uh, nice. we were in the B Congrats. division and it was so I really enjoyed it and and then we they took a couple years off and I got involved again in 2019 when Marie was the chair. Marie, Marie Hansen chaired it for two years with Lacey. And um, we it was just great. And we've kind of built from that. So last year during COVID, we we were actually able to have an MGI. The guys weren't. And, and no other clubs, clubs really were, did Except either. for I think Meridian might have had it. It was a socially and, distant, yeah. very it was socially safe. Distant. We, we capped it at we only had 25 teams, so 50 people. Yeah. We didn't have a horse race. No shotguns. No shotguns. Um, but we had all our meals outdoors. We It just went great. Yeah. Nobody got sick. Everybody had a great time. We had we beautiful weather. And so this year, we've really tried to build upon um, what Marie had started uh, we've tried to keep our um, our cost down. It's $400 a team, and uh, that's for a practice round on Sunday and then playing on two, Monday and Tuesday. And the practice round, we have a uh, after the practice round, we have a cocktail party. And normally the cocktail party has been really nice indoors. But last year, because of COVID, we couldn't be indoors. Marie started this new putting contest where you buy in five or ten dollars you get three balls and you try to putt to hit prizes um, and mm -hmm. it turned out it was a huge hit I mean that was probably the riskiest COVID thing because we were all kind of close together but we were outside but we were outside and, and nothing happened mm -hmm. we had a great time so I decided so this year to really build upon that and we're going to have our cocktail party at six o'clock on Sunday August 1st around the practice screen all the food is going to be out there we're going to have tents my family's uh, winery down in Medford Oregon Roxanne is going to well, my mom and I are going to uh, sponsor the wine, nice. and um, we're going to have great food. It's going to be a lots of fun, really casual. There's going to be so much food you won't really even need to go have dinner afterwards. Last year, uh -huh. you know, some people made reservations because we couldn't have food. Monday, shotgun, uh, eight a.m. Yikes! Everybody no, 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 nine a.m. Nine a.m. Monday right. is a nine a.m. Okay. shotgun. Uh, the format we're going to kind of stay the same as last year. It will be a best ball, and uh, we were going to have a uh, we. A couple years ago, we did we kind of like went out all out with guys where we had like the, the drinks were included. We had signature drinks every morning, and then we realized not a lot of women Are drink in the, morning. in the morning. So we were paying <laughs> for the drink, but we weren't getting our yeah, drinks worth. So, sure. so we. Um, so what we're doing this year is we were, we're going to have a nice light breakfast. Uh, we've got Rob Irig and his company, Cafe Elite, that'll be there both days doing coffee drinks oh, yeah. for the ladies. And um, I'm really appreciative because he's done that for us. Um, Thank you, Rob. Last, yeah, yeah thanks, Rob's Rob. a man. And then, um, then we'll have our, we'll play, we'll come and have lunch. We've got a really great menu that J Chef Jamie's working out with Teresa. Did you have any... Uh 
saying that? Were you well, yeah, we did. But what's really that's got to be fun. Yeah, oh, but what's so really exciting is this year we're going to try um, a little. We're going to have the horse race this year, but before we have the horse race at lunch, we're going to have a little auction. Oh. And uh, Marie Hansen's in charge of it. Jenny Gullickson had suggested it, and James um, shared with us at Snoqualmie Ridge with their ladies MGI. They auctioned off uh, men as caddies, mm. and the men had to come up with a little saying, and you know, kind of, and 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 all the money that you ra that they raised for that, they would you know put it towards something. We're going to put it towards building women's golf at Tacoma. Okay. So on Monday, Marie's going to pick uh, eight to. 12 young gentlemen are old husbands and to be continued Bag room guys maybe. oh well Who knows? no no it's a no surprise. It's a surprise okay but they're gonna have to come out strut their stuff they're gonna have to have a saying and the ladies are gonna bid on bid them bid on them and then they're gonna be our caddies for the horse race which is gonna happen right after okay and they're gonna caddy for them on tuesday they uh, can read putts, they can rake traps, they can get drinks, they can course knowledge, however you oh, want to use them. And all the money that we raise, we're going to put towards building women's golf here at Tacoma. And one of our passions is um, Nicole, mm -hmm. who is working towards getting her PGA certification, and that's a costly process. So, well, some what's of, Nicole's part at TCGC? What does she do? Well, she's our uh, assistant pro that okay. uh, Brett and Carl, uh, Nicole Mateus, Mateus. Okay. Yes. So she started off in the bag room. She just graduated from PLU, playing on the golf team with Sarah Griffin, mm -hmm. and and the pro shop. Brett and Carl are helping to bring her along because really women golf professionals mm -hmm. are like unicorns like they're <laughs> they're hard there's not a lot yeah. out there and so i'm we're really excited because nicole is doing a great job so we're going to put some of the money towards helping her to right. get her pga she's certification wonderful. she's been with us longer than brett and carl though she's right been three with or four years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. so she she's started rob gave her the job and yes. she started and she's really come out of her shell and she just hit a big benchmark too yeah she just got her first part of the certification congratulations yeah. nicole we yeah, love you nicole. And then uh, we also, the 18-hole ladies and 9-hole ladies have um, sponsored a legacy golfer from Lakes High School. Her name is Roberta Moore. Awesome. And she's 17, and she's going to be a senior at Lakes. And she started uh, playing, oh, playing with us this spring, and she's joined our field day she's getting out there i saw her today playing with carla benedetti mm -hmm. she plays with sarah krakow the nine hole captain myself and marie and she's starting to get to know more members and come out there but um we are going to um we we are going to put some funds towards helping her purchase new clubs and i think right. that's so and, wonderful um and she's just great and we just feel like like um, that's the great thing about Tacoma, and I think about our women's group is that the nine hole and the eighteen hole are really coming together, you know, as a group to build women's golf. And it's not eighteen holers or nine holers, yeah. you know, we're it's women's golf. Yeah. And what I love about our board, our new president, and and the membership is that people are very supportive of women. It's not like men versus women. Yeah. Well, and I also I credit, you know, James Hockren our our GM and Brett, our new pro and the pro shop, they're just really, they're, they're really, and that, and we're really trying to build the club, mm -hmm. you know, to be, because we're for families and for the future right. and, and mm -hmm. to build golf and, and it, so it's, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. And, and so our, 
our Monday for the MGI. Then we have the horse race. Everybody goes home. The next day is Tuesday. It is an 8 a.m. shotgun on Tuesday. You are Ooh. evil. Liz. I know. Well, we gotta <laughs> we gotta get the course open for the rest of the members, right. and we want to yeah. have a luncheon. You know, we want right. to get in time for our luncheon. So, the second day we're gonna do a Chapman. I was really scared last year when when she made us do a Chapman, but it turned out it was so much fun. I don't know if you remember our second. Day, I don't remember. I'm looking was, at her all crazy. It was, like it we was did a Chapman. Chapman. It was really fun. So was yeah. that is that the last day the Chapman day? Yeah. So Tuesday. So Chapman wow. and then we'll have a trophy luncheon afterwards and Jamie has come up well what we found so we're not what's very been very popular the last few years and we're going to kind of stick with that is we do a seafood louis they have a choice they can do a seafood louis they have a steak choice and they have a salmon choice and okay. each year I just say to Teresa and Jamie give me what you think and they gave us a great idea and we're running with it and we're really excited about it and I think it has uh, the salmon has like a, a lobster with it and the what? steak has like a lobster mac and cheese oh, and okay. um, so to be continued I can't remember the exact but it's it's yeah. been great and and actually the last three years everybody has been an equal pairing of it and okay. so so it's it's just a great it's a great event and we're really excited about it I have two questions about the MGI left number one are, are there any more spots left yes so we capped it this year at 32 and we're at 30 teams so yes if anyone we've got two spots for two more teams mm -hmm. and we'd love to have it and it's great last year we were 25 teams we're at 30 teams this year we're like we said we're trying to build women's yeah. golf and keep that we've kept the price low um i think I think in 2019 it was 425 a team and this year it's it's only 400. Mm -hmm. we've got we've got about sixty two hundred dollars in sponsorships uh bmw northwest is our main sponsor and they're going to have a car on hole number three thank you manfred I know. Thank you, Manfred. And Lori. And Lori's going to be <laughs> and playing. And Lori, of Lori, course. His wife, Lori's going to be playing. Um, we also have Mike Bat and uh, Darren, uh, Baron, no, Bart, Bart Dalton. Bart Dalton. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Edward Jones Investments. They're going to do a hole-in-one on hole number 17. Get it, girl. I love it. <laughs> and then uh, Jared Boucher, uh, Farmers Insurance, is going to do a KP on number six. So the first day on number six, we'll do a you bet five, double your money, yeah. and uh, for the first day. And then the second day, Jared, Bush, he'll be there both days. But then we'll have a prize for closest to the pin on number six. And then Cat Blair, uh, PH Water to Go, her mm -hmm. company will be doing our water hole, and she'll have oh, a KP. Awesome. Yeah, and she'll have a KP <laughs> basket for both holes for wow. I mean, for, for both days on yeah on that awesome. hole. So we got a lot of prizes there. We've got Lacey Moyer and her company Pilkey, mm -hmm. Hopkins and Eckberg. They yeah. are um, they are one of our main sponsors, and they're doing a really great uh, tea prize. We've who else I like we how got? you didn't um, I like how you didn't say it. I know, I didn't say yeah, I'm trying to think. We've just got some really great sponsors. we got Studio Fitness. They're going to be Jeez. doing the bib sponsors for the Caddy Bibs. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. We've, um, and, and then I, Rob, of course. Like we and before. we've got Janny King. They're a tea sponsor. We've got John's Company. Um, wow. Doing Did a sponsor. Wade Iverson um, get us some 
No, Noir. No, no. Oh. Uh, Roxanne Winery. Roxanne. Roxanne. Their winery. Um, yeah. So we're just really grateful um, to to what we've been able to do, and so we feel like we've got some really great prizes, and we're really our focus is to at least the third of the third of the group to get get money or prizes, and I think mm. that'll happen. We've got raffle we got some really great raffle prizes yeah and um i've got sarah griffin offering uh golf lessons mm. to the the last place finishing team oh, that's but, nice. it, but it's a it's a team lesson so, okay. she, so the, oh, so the two right. can go together and yeah. take a lesson with sarah she's griffin. a pretty so good nice. teacher too she's great she's i, great. I love nationally she's, ranked yeah, or something yeah, crazy so. yeah so that's that's kind of like our well, mgi i would just second, like to oh sorry, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead eli my, my second mgi question what about the spouses and significant mm. others? No, the women don't get that. No, no, this is great. No, I'm glad you asked because I totally forgot about Felipe Riviera and Lark um, Dermatology. Okay. They are going to be our bar cart sponsor for the horse race. And uh, we want husbands and spouses to come to our horse race on Monday at 345, okay. August 2nd. And we want to have you come out there and enjoy it and be part of it. Oh, great. And cheer us on because... I know some people get really nervous. Miranda and I are different. We like it. Yeah, when, we, we like it when there's a fire. Yeah, yeah, we like it. I, I like. I'm always like the worst one in the group. But then they're like, "Don't go in the trap," and then they go in the trap, and then I get us out of the trap. Uh-huh. So you know, uh-huh. so it's just a moment of greatness. So I think it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah that's a, are fun. Thank you for mentioning. Of course, it is that. so much fun. But Eli and I often talk about. You know, the men's MGI, and it's like basically our Christmas in July. We love mm-hmm. it, and. The best part is the Saturday night when all, all the wives get to come out and be there. Well, the Friday horse race, too. Right. So I'm glad that we get to have our spouses and members come out and watch us on the horse race. But hopefully, the more and more you keep growing this MGI, one day maybe they'll get to come to a dinner after. Right. Maybe we'll get exactly. an after. Maybe we'll get to do a Tuesday afternoon and sleep right. in after the big exactly. party on Monday. But, Liz, I just truly want to thank you. Um, I love the MGI. And I know, I know you put a lot of work into it. And not just that, uh, Captain, the last few years each captain has brought more and more and more and I've been um, with the 18 holers since 2013 and it's always been a wonderful group but I love the progress with just like the club is progressing so much more with technology all that kind of stuff the weekly emails you guys are putting together Megan thank you this year um, Lacey for starting them I think last year just the women's golf has come a long way and everybody's come together and holding their holding their own to make it something so I, I appreciate you all I would like to give a little plug out about a new thing that the women's golf is going to start. So last mm-hmm. year, we had several hole-in-ones, but we couldn't have a hole-in-one party. Oh. And we hadn't had any hole-in-ones like two years prior, and then we just had a, a whole bunch. We mm-hmm. had Sue Lorenz, Barb Young had two, Sandy Tomervik, uh, Jenny Gullickson just got one um, last week, and Karen Post just got one last week. So we're finally having our first hole-in-one party uh, July 15th to celebrate Sue Lorenz mm-hmm. and um, and so our hole-in-one parties have always been when there, when somebody finally gets a hole-in-one they meet with Teresa they plan a menu they plan a date and all the women from 18 and 9 holes come and you pay in you just pay in regardless of whether you go or not <laughs> and which is great and everybody like comes because it's great I, to I party like it. makes but, you want to come right and so but so this year like we're going to have a party in july we're going to have a party hopefully in august and september and um some some of the gals are going to partner up and do it together but one of our members debbie loomis had this great idea and she's right she said you know 
why couldn't we be have a like a, a ladies hole in one night regardless of if we have a hole in one or not because mm -hmm. we're trying to build women's golf we're trying to bring the women of golf together and celebrate and we rarely get together outside of right after golf where we have lunch just by the yeah, pro shop yeah. so I've been talking with the 18 hole ladies board and I've been talking with James and Teresa and we are going to start a late uh, nine an 18 uh, well, women's golf to come with women's there golf hole in one night and it's going to be a little different that we are just going to be six six months out of the 12 months so so May June July August September and December we're going to have a hole in one and I'm going to have ladies start signing up at the hole in one party on the 15th and it's going to, the cost is going to be a little bit more than the men because we we're not having it over the course of a whole year so it's going to be somewhere between 30 and 35 dollars a woman and you got to buy in and you got to commit to that you're going to that you're part of the group by right? monthly just like the guys um, once no you no it's going to be once it's going to be once a month but only for six months so when the most are because a lot of our women go south oh, so okay. we're going to do may june july august but and then we'll have december up. we'll do a christmas party okay. but if right? you sign up for one you're basically committed if you for sign all up for them. yeah you have to commit to all of them now say your best friend you weren't part of that group but your best friend got a hole in one and you want to come to that party you could come but your cost might be fifty dollars okay. just just to help the cut you know of course so but i'm really excited and um it doesn't we are going to kind of build it off maybe we even have speakers and like it doesn't have to it's just going to be a night to celebrate women's golf and bring nine hole ladies 18 hole ladies and bring women's golf together and celebrate um, whether we have a hole-in-one or not. So yeah. no more special hole-in-one parties for the person who got a hole-in-one though? Well, if they got a hole-in-one, then that night is their party. And they get to plan the dinner yes, and everything Yes, they get still. to plan the dinner and everything That's still. good because I've talked to a few 18-holers that are concerned about it taking away from the quality of their hole-in-one. No. Like now it's not no. as special when I get no. a hole-in-one. it's going to be. I've been pushing for ladies' hole-in-one since I got here because mm -hmm. I've been seeing him go to the men's hole-in-one yeah. parties and um, I get super jealous. There's only one night a month in my whole life, every month, that I wish maybe I could be a boy for the day. <laughs> <laughs> because they eat like kings and queens right. and drink and party and roll dice and all that stuff and I hope ours builds to super fun like that. But yeah. I'm just glad right. that you guys well, are getting we us might all even, together. We might even have speakers. It might be a month that it's not a hole-in-one person that we're celebrating, but maybe there's a really great um, PGA professional woman that's from somewhere in the country you know it's, we don't here. know it could be anything yeah. we could make it anything we want I'm, I'm thinking December is like a Christmas party sure. and we're going to kind of do a this December we are going the 18 hole ladies are going to come and um, after the nine hole ladies have their Christmas party we're going to have a no host cocktail party with them right so we're kind we of tried starting to last with, year yeah, but COVID, COVID. Yeah. So. <laughs> good job Liz you guys are doing such a wonderful good. job thank and I you love it. thank mm. you looking forward to the MGI Mm, Eli will definitely be out there on the horse races. He might with even us. be up for auctions. Might so, yeah, we got to just be my guy. We'll, no, just kidding. No, if we can get if we can get Nicole some oh, money and Roberta right. some clubs. Yeah, we're all in. yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Sorry, I tried to jump the gun before, but back nine press, my favorite. We're gonna start with Liz. What is your favorite hole at Tacoma Country and Golf Club? So my favorite hole is number eight mm -hmm. but it's it's kind of like the abc sports it's the thrill of vic 
victory or the agony of defeat. Mm -hmm. So you never know quite how, I, I just love that shot where you got to get up and over the hill and you don't know where you are on the green until you get there. Mm -hmm. And you just hope you didn't blow past it and you're up on that ledge having to put down, right? right? <laughs> uh, and, and don't want to be on that trap on the right, mm -mm. but I love number eight. Right. I, like it, I enjoy it too. Yeah. It works for my left to right off the tee. Yeah. I like that. What is your favorite, or who is your favorite golfer, professional golfer? Mm. Well, I like Jordan Spieth, mm. and I really like Ricky Fowler. I just Ooh. think he's a great guy. I think he's got a good energy. Nice. So. Very cool. Spieth, kind of local guy, or no? No, just his caddy. no, his caddy's his local. His caddy's the local. I love yeah. that story, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, and who would be your favorite sports team? Well, obviously, it's the Seahawks. I figured and hoped it would be. And, the house and divided. House John. divided. My uh -huh. husband's the Eagles fan. <laughs> and uh, I'm a fourth-generation Husky, so it's Very go cool. dogs. Go yeah. dogs. Go uh, And, uh, well, I know. My daughter was a Coug, and I, when she went there, I was like, Ugh. Okay, but you know, did but, you have a reason for going there? Was uh, it was a great school, and it was, and it, it was just a good program for her. Mm -hmm. And um, and so, but I love I love Wazoo. I mean, those those Cougs are crazy, and they're so loyal, and they just keep driving over the mountains. And it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. The Apple Cup is one of the but, best things yeah, about Washington. Right, right, I love it here. So. so I have a question: Are your kids both Seahawks fans as well? Well, my daughter. Yes, she's a Seahawks fan, but she was born in Philadelphia, so she's Ooh. also an Eagles fan. And her father is an Eagles fan, and her boyfriend is from Philly, an Eagles fan. Oh, dear. so so she, but she'll that's fair. She'll go. She can way. have two teams. My that's... son, he could take it or leave it. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. I didn't realize uh -huh. you had kids in Philadelphia. No, but her my daughter's boyfriend is from Philadelphia, oh, okay. and my husband's from Philadelphia. Oh, okay, gotcha. And when I had Sarah. We were living in Philadelphia, so she was born in Philly. So she was so, born yeah, in Philly. So, okay. so what we like to say is you can take the girl out of Philly, but not the Philly out of the girl. I She's love it. She's a little spicy. She and is we spicy. Love that. That's and perfect. we love that. I know. What She's made you want to go to Philly? Because you were living here. Uh, I, was in, I was dating someone else uh -huh. from here that was getting his PhD in clinical psychology at University of Pennsylvania. And so I moved back there. And we were together for about a year, and then it, I was about to turn 30, and we just it was time to move on. Move and I just gotten a teaching job oh, nice. working back there. And, Go teachers. And I met John. Yeah. Uh, I met John Country Line Dancing. Oh, so awesome. And uh, we just hit it off. Um, he wasn't. He was just there to bowl, and um, but we just like went on one date, and that just turned into the second date. We were talking about. Uh, quarterbacks I was talking about quarterbacks in college football and I kind of nailed it because he was like oh my god she's blown away right. <laughs> so yeah and that was it and then I brought him out here we, we met in March and then I brought him out here in July and he just every time I would bring him here for a visit it was always sunny even oh. in February uh -huh. <laughs> until we sold our house and moved out here um, on probably day 78 of or day 75 of 100 days of straight days of rain it was oh, a lot of, and then he was like a little depressed but he's gotten no he, we don't he doesn't miss shoveling snow or the humidity there yeah. we go right that's mm -hmm. nice and yeah. he, he's a gem yeah and here. we've been here over 20 years so. awesome perfect okay the next question on the back nine press press is your favorite wine and or grape and i know you have a little bit of uh 
wine in your family. So yeah. please do elaborate. So my family has um, a pear orchard in Medford, Oregon called Hillcrest Orchard. And my great-grandfather started it around 1900. Well, he bought a pear orchard and then built a house and kind of kept going in the early 1900s. And about 30 years ago, we started taking out pear trees and planting grapes and discovered that our, we plant, we, grapes grow really well on our orchard in Medford, Oregon. Awesome. And so one of my mom's cousins started Roxanne Winery with the winemaker from Forest Winery um, on the Oregon coast. And we've kind of grown from there and we grow really great, uh, reds grow really well in mm -hmm. there. So Claret is mm. is the one that does very well and um uh, they have a really great cabs um cab franc mm -hmm. i've had it uh, i've given it. to you and yep. so so i am partial to that i'm not like i'm not really wine savvy like a lot of my friends who have wine galleries i just know what i like and and so i enjoy that and um that would be my favorite wine. That is so cool. And, we, and I am, and I am bringing it, and we're going to have the claret and the Sauve Blanc for our ladies' MGI. Okay, claret so, and yeah. Sauve Blanc. Yeah. Um, what do you know? What grape claret would be most comparable to? Well, it's a blend, so it's got a couple. I think okay. it's got a like a Merlot and a Cab and, and a Cab something Franc, else. Probably. Some, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a Bordeaux blend. Yeah. Yum. Would your favorite grape be a Cab Franc? Well, I think I used to like that, but I think I've kind of I'm kind of like right now, um, my favorite, I went to um, Walla Walla a couple of years ago to Gramercy, mm -hmm. and I love Grenache. Yes. I love Especially Grenache. In the summer. I don't oh. know, I love that. And in the summer, like like a rosé, and I do like Argyle Winery because I like their um, sparkling wines. Yeah. They have the best bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to get to Roxanne one day for I know, our, ourselves I know. and well, check we it out. Should, we should all go because the, the other thing is, is that... Um, uh, Rogue Valley Country Club is down there and they have like the oldest amateur golf tournament that my grandparents and my parents have always played in. It's the Southern Oregon and it always plays the week of going into Labor Day. Ooh. And my parents have always been after me to do it but I never played golf and now I play golf. I couldn't do it because I had to take my kids to college. This is the first year I might go down Ooh, and play in awesome. it and have my mom be my caddy because she's got amazing course knowledge. But my father is one in the seniors and my mother almost won in women's uh, when I was in college. So it's like, it's just, it's really, it's a great, it's a great tradition, but we should go down. There's some really great golf. We could do it. wine. We could go in October. Oh, I love it. That so sounds awesome. That's another conversation. Yes. <laughs> I know. I wrote it down. <laughs> um, I love that. Okay. So two more questions for you on the back nine press. If you were going to be in a movie, who should play your part? Oh, yes. Okay. So I, I think maybe it's just because today I was thinking about I really like Gwen Stefani. Ooh. She's not too much younger than me, and I think she's a pretty ballsy gal. And mm -hmm. I, if I could be that, that's who I'd want to be. I love <laughs> that Gwen Stefani. No I like, doubt. I like mm -hmm. her style. I mean, obviously, I don't look like her or dress like her, but she is. She's okay in my book. She's a character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I love it. Just you and got your married. characters just, to just play got married. Shelton. I know, which is funny. Like uh, the total, little, you know, reggae kind of rod, you know, kind of gal marries the country guy. But I kind of get that. I just went to Florida and visited my daughter in Mississippi, and suddenly, like you know, that 
drinking on the pontoon mm. kind of music, <laughs> country music yep. is not so bad. It's infectious. Yeah, Darius Rucker, and yeah, that's not so bad. Sometimes people will hear me playing country um, music on the golf course, and they'll be like, I would have never thought you like country. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Debbie Wolf said that on Saturday, and I'm like, I love country music as long as it's not sad about my dog died and my truck and you know what I right. mean, all that stuff. But I right. love upbeat, happy country. Right. Do you happen to have a favorite quote or song lyric? Yes. So, well, I have, I was thinking of three. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, I say all the time when we're out on the golf course, believe you can and you ha- you're halfway there. That was Theodore mm-hmm. Roosevelt. Oh, I like that. And, um, which is very appropriate for golf. But the other one that I kind of like feel is really kind of describes who I am as a person is, um, there's two from Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. And the first one from Maya Angelou that I really love and I kind of, it's kind of, you know, kind of, I, I kind of like live by it is like, don't bring negative to my door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because as you you know, I'm a very positive, right. cup half full kind of person. Mm-hmm. And then the other one from Maya Angelou is, it's uh, people won't remember what you said. People won't remember what you did, but people will remember how they made you, how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just how I want to live my life. That's I want to be, I want people you know, this is, here we are in this great, we are so lucky we live in this great area. We have this great course that I grew up here. Mm-hmm. Um, really, we are so blessed and so lucky. And I just want, I just, I just want to treat people like that. I want people to remember me like that. Uh, that is beautiful and um, wonderful words of wisdom from Liz Snyder. And I will say that from the moment I've met you, I can tell that that's how you feel, and you've always been very warm and welcoming. And the world, the world needs more Liz Snyder. So let's just put it that way. And Bruce Snyder's because he's you. a character. Yeah. I, I love know. you, man. I love you, man. Well, I will say about my father. People say, "Oh, I met your father," and now, like, they don't say, "Are you Bruce Snyder's daughter?" Bruce McDonald's daughter, or they'll say, "Oh." You're Liz Snyder's father. Ah! And that really irritates him because he's been a member for over 50 years. I know what to say to him next time <laughs> yeah, I say I that. I know. Love that. I know. I would never but, say that to but, him. He loves me too much. But, and, then, and then the other thing he would say, I would say, is if he insulted you, that means he likes you. Yeah. Because <laughs> we never know quite what's coming out. <laughs> I love it. Well, Liz, thank you so much for um, stopping by. Yeah. Well, thank you. This thank you, Liz. Great. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Look up for new episodes where we talk to members and staff about TCGC, the Tacoma Country and Golf Club podcast, inspiring stories from the club since 1894.